0: Earlier today, Woodland met up with county rival and area eight foe Wadley to kick off day two of the AHSAA 1A East Central Regional live from Montgomery. The Lady Cats started off with a bang as Mackenzie McCormick crushed a home run over the left field wall on the game's first pitch, which was her 11th on the year. Wadley would then hold steady with Woodland until the fourth inning as 12 batters came to the plate and eight runs would score to push Woodland to a 12-0 run rule victory over the Dogs. This time, the Lady Cats get another rematch, this time with the Ragland Purple Devils. The last time these two got together, it was tied until the last at bat when Mackenzie McCormick hit a walk-off grand slam to down Ragland 5-1 to one in Oxford. Today, this meeting has more merit as the winner gets a place in the qualifying game against Cedar Bluff later this afternoon and will take one more step towards the trip to Oxford for a chance for a state title. It's Woodland and Ragland, part two, live from Montgomery, coming up next on High School Sports Network.
1: A story of tradition eclipsing a hundred years, a foundation of success. At Southern Union State Community College, we help students create their own future. Whether you plan to enter the workforce, transfer to a four-year university, or take on specialized medical training, Southern Union provides the binding of the book. You just have to fill in the pages. Register for summer term now. Visit suscc.edu for more information. Let Southern Union help you write your story of success.
0: Getting ready for the first inning here, live from Field 4 at Lagoon Park in Montgomery, Alabama, home of the East Central Regional for the LM High School Athletic Association Softball Tournament. And due to the previous game running so long, neither team will get a lot of time to warm up. So very quickly, it'll be Raglan stepping into the batter's box. Woodland will be out on the field. We'll give you the starting lineups for the Raglan Purple Devils. Leading off will be Samantha Day-Jones, followed by Addison Campbell, and then... Campbell Adams. First pitch of the game will be taken for strike one to Samantha Day Jones. Four, five, and six will be Jewel Ferguson, Kristen Ford, and Haley Franklin. Seven, eight, nine, Anna Burnham, Caitlin Ford, and Beverly Alexander. Next pitch will be taken outside for ball one. One ball, one strike. Again, the starting lineups for Raglan Day Jones, Campbell Adams, Ferguson, Ford, Franklin, Burnham, Ford, and Alexander. Next pitch is going to be a drop bun, and it will roll foul. To move the count to one ball and two strikes. Fielding alignment for Woodland. First base, Mackenzie McCormick. Second base, Madison Mitchell. Third base, Juliana Lovren. Shortstop will be Leah Williamson. Left, center, and right will be Jaden Herring, Taylor Wilson, Ella Waits. Catching today will be Kaylee Crenshaw. She is catching Josie Cross. Coming in for her third appearance in this tournament. Next pitch, fly ball. It's going to get out of play down the left field line. Count will remain one ball and two strikes to Samantha Day-Jones. Josie Cross's updated stats coming into this game, 50 and one-thirds innings pitch. She's five and one on the year, 4.53 ERA. Ground ball, one hopper it will be to Cross. Cross throws over the head of Mackenzie McCormick. She's safe. She's rounding first, heading for second, and she'll stay there. A uh, high adrenaline play right there from Josie Cross. A one hopper. She'd got a little too excited. Threw over the head of McCormick. It rolled over to the uh, rolled over to the fence down the first base line. And Dave Jones is there safely. So Raglan will reach via the air. And here is Addison Campbell. Quick look to the wristband for Cross as the Lady Cats look to shake this one off. Slap bunt that's going to hit the top of the backstop and roll back for strike one. Very quickly, two first pitch strikes for Josie Cross and the Lady Cats as they look to defeat And If they do, they'll have a date with Cedar Bluff, which was supposed to be at 445. Another slap attempt that will go foul. No ball and two strikes. That game was supposed to start at 445, but as you can tell, our game started at 415, so that ain't going to happen. 0-2 for Cross. She gets ready to fire, attempted to slap. She pulled the bat back, and we'll let that one go out of the zone for ball one. One ball, two strikes to Addison Campbell. Samantha Day-Jones on second. We get started here in inning number one against the Lady Cats and the Purple Devils from Ragland. Next pitch is going to be out of the zone, a one-hopper. And we'll bounce out for ball two. Two balls, two strikes. To Addison Campbell. Next pitch coming. It's going to be a slap and through the glove of Juliana Lover and it will roll past her. Good job, Leah Williamson, to pick that one up. And to keep the runner from going any further than third. So now Samantha Day-Jones is now over at third. Addison Campbell reaches on on a single. And here's Campbell Adams. Campbell Adams so far in the tournament, two for four with two RBI. Addison Campbell, the player that just grabbed a hit, she's had multiple hits in every game that she's played in so far. Pulls the bat back, and they're going to allow Campbell to go to second base. Did that in exchange for not giving up the run. So two runners in scoring position now for Ragland. No outs on the top of the first. Next pitch. Ground ball up the middle. That's going to score one run. They are going to send the runner. Nope, they are going to hold her off. A ground ball that went to center. And that's an RBI single for Campbell Adams. It's now one nothing Ragland. Here's Jewel Ferguson. Jewel Ferguson against Wadley last night in the first game went one for three with two RBI. So far this tournament, she's four for ten. She'll foul this one off for strike number one. Raglan attacking very early here in game number uh, two of the day for both teams. Woodland defeated Wadley earlier. Raglan defeated Jacksonville Christian in a duo of area rivals going at it. Area 11, of course, uh, Raglan and Jacksonville Christian. Jacksonville Christian eliminated today, as was Wadley. There's only four teams left. Next pitch is going to be taken low for a ball. So we got two balls, one strike to Jewel Ferguson. Appalachian earlier today defeating Cedar Bluff in a very wild game. That ended in a 13-9 win by Appalachian. They are going to Oxford. Next pitch in there for a strike. Two balls, two strikes. Looking over to the dugout. Cross gets her pitch. She fires on 2-2. She'll get a piece. Fouls it off the handle. It'll go straight back off the backstop. Play continues. Two balls, two strikes. Appalachian has advanced to Oxford. Cedar Bluff. They'll get another shot at the qualifying game. They'll do that uh, against the winner of this one. 2-2. Inside pitch in and away for ball three. Three balls, two strikes to Jewel Ferguson, Kristen Ford, the raglan pitcher on deck. Next pitch from Josie, inside pitch, she'll foul it off behind her. Another was a good battle here between Cross and Ferguson. Went three for four against Jacksonville Christian earlier today was Jewel Ferguson. One of three players to record three hits in the game for the Purple Devils as they won 16 to 5. 3 2. Pop up. Cross makes the play. Will eye the runner back to third base and there are two down. Or finally one down in the inning. I apologize. Campbell will remain over at third. Adams will be at second. First out of the inning, and here's Kristen Ford. Next pitch. Taken out of the zone for a ball. Twelve to nothing run rule victory for. Woodland earlier this morning. They defeated Wadley in the 10:45 game to put them in this point. Inside pitch off the shoe tops for ball two. Good effort from Wadley as they really held on to Woodland tight there at the very beginning of the game. Then that big fourth inning where everybody almost batted around twice. Count moves to 2-1 now, following the foul ball from Ford. Foul that one off down the left field line between field four and field three. First time we've been on a new field all tournament long. Next pitch. Did she win the corner? No, that was awfully close. So we'll move to a 3-1 count. Carls will step away for a second. Now steps in, fires. Ground ball, right side. Mitchell picks it up. A hard toss over to McCormick at first. is in time for out number two. However, the run from third does come in to score. It's 2-0 Purple Devils. Campbell has now come in to score. Campbell Adams now over at third base. Two down in the inning. And here's Haley Franklin. First pitch to Franklin, she'll swing under that one for strike one. Very aggressive approach there from Franklin. Haven't seen that very often from these raglan batters so far. No balls, one strike. Cross steps in, fires. High on the corner. No, another pitch that felt like he could have gone either way, but Cross isn't going to get that one. Next pitch, inside. That one's going to be called a strike on the low inner corner. Wow. I guess that's going to be the key today with pitching us. The more inside you throw, the better call you're going to get. Next pitch. She goes inside again. She swings under that one for strike number three. Two runs come across to score for the Purple Devils. They leave a runner stranded at third. We go to the bottom half of the first inning. It's Ragland 2 and Woodland coming up here on iSchool Sports Network. Downtown
2: 56 Pizza Grill, 1133 Main Street in Roanoke, Tuesday through Thursday 4 to 8, and Friday and Saturday 4 to 9. Phone number 334-863-5656 dine-in or take-out is available. Pizza and calzones, boneless wing basket, hot wings with a wide assortment of flavors. Available in mild, hot, and extremely hot. Traditional favorites like hamburger, cheeseburger, chicken fingers, and sliders. Get by Downtown 56 Pizza and Grill. Go by today. 1133 Main Street in
0: Roanoke. We go to the bottom half of the first inning. Your score, Raglan 2, Woodland nothing. The Lady Cats coming to the plate, and it's now time for today's starting lineups. They're brought to you by Lacey Garner at JC Hair Co and Woodland. Men's, women's, and children's haircuts, as well as coloring services. Call or text for an appointment today at 256-452-6239. Batting first will be number eight, Mackenzie McCormick. Batting second, number twenty-five, Taylor Wilson. Number three, Julianne Lovern, will wrap out the top three. Four, five, and six will be number 11, Madison Mitchell. Number 10, Leah Williamson. And number 15, Jaden Herring. Seven, eight, and nine will be number 21, Josie Cross. Number nine, Kaylee Crenshaw. And number one, Ella Waits. Again, the starting lineup for the Lady Cats as we go to the bottom half of the first inning. McCormick, Wilson, Lovern, Mitchell, Williamson, Herring, Cross, Crenshaw, and Waits. They are led by Coach Kayla Shelton and are assisted by Bethany Johnson, Aaron Wright, and Charlie Wright. Fielding alignment for the Raglan Purple Devils. Jesslyn Carlisle will be at first base. Second base belongs to Beverly Alexander. Third base is Anna Burnham, shortstop Jewel Ferguson. Left, center, and right will be Addison Campbell, Samantha Day-Jones, and Caitlin Ford. The battery today is Campbell Adams catching and Kristen Ford in the circle for Raglan. I'll give you her tournament stats to this point after this first pitch. Ground ball from McCormick right to the shortstop. A throw across the infield will be in time for out number one. So very quickly, one down for the Lady Cats here in the bottom half of the first inning. Kristen Ford so far in this tournament. Nine innings pitch. She's allowed ten hits. She's walked six and struck out five. And an excuse me swing from Taylor Wilson gets her at bat started. That pitch came inside, and she took the bat off of her shoulder like she wanted to fully swing, but then elected not to at the last second, pulled the bat back, still made contact, went foul down the right side. So 0-1 to Wilson. Fly ball right side, heads up as that hits the bleachers down the left field line. Nobody hanging out over there, fortunately. So we got no balls, two strikes on Wilson next pitch. Inside just missing the zone for a ball. One ball, two strikes, Taylor Wilson. pitch high for ball two not a lot of zip off the arm of Kristen Ford but she has done more than her share of fair work for Ragland here in this tournament next pitch is gonna be taken out of the zone ball three so from down 0-2, Wilson's worked it back up to a three two count here is the payoff Line shot off the knee of Ford. he will roll to third base. The throw to first is not going to be in time, and timeout being taken as everybody comes to check in on Kristen Ford. As She took that line shot off the kneecap, ricocheted back towards the third baseman Burnham. Good throw by Burnham, good stretch by Carlisle, but the damage had already been done. And Kristen Ford, the uh, pitcher, being looked at, the whole infield going to come in and have a chat with her. going to let her walk around a little bit and try to adjust. am going to let her throw a couple warm-up pitches. It hit off of her right knee, and we were talking with uh, one of the sports riders up here that covers Ragland, said that she got into a – motorcycle accident. Is that right? A motorcycle accident a couple of weeks ago. And if you look out, she has a brace on her left knee because of that. She took the ball off the right knee. So that's uh, less than fortunate. But they are going to let her throw a couple of warm-up pitches. She's thrown two. Everything looks to be okay. Everybody's going to go back to normal. So Wilson's at first following the single. And here comes Juliana Lovern. Lovren pulls the bunt back. She'll get the ball call. One ball, no strikes. Updated stats for Lovren coming in, batting 380 with 25 RBI and four home runs. Inside pitch, she'll get a piece of it. It'll roll to Burnham at third. A high throw will be there just in time. For out number two, Wilson will advance to second. So now there's one down, and here's Maddie Mitchell. Madison Mitchell propelled to the top of the list for Woodland batters, batting 548 with seven home runs and 45 RBI. That's current stats. She'll hit a pop fly. It'll roll towards center field. It'll one hop. They're going to send Wilson home from second base. They are not going to make the throw. And while uh, Wilson comes sliding into second, Madison Mitchell's going to catch Ragland sleeping. She's going to take second base. It's two to one. So make that 46 RBI now for Madison Mitchell, and her tear here in this tournament continues. We'll credit that one a single. She gets second base on the throw. So Wilson's coming in to score. Woodland has answered now with a run of their own. They're now down 2-1 to one here in the bottom of the first. Line shot right back to the pitcher for Leah Williamson, and that's out number three, an unfortunate end to a pretty exciting inning there for the Woodland Lady Cats. One run's come across to score. They leave one runner on second base. We go to the second inning. Your score 2 to 1 in favor of Ragland. You're listening to Lady Cat Softball from iSchool School Sports Network
4: entities, and or marketing names, products, or services reference here are independent of SPF.
5: So the top
0: half of the second we go. Ragland stepping up to the plate. We'll see 7-8-9. Anna Burnham, Caitlin Ford, and Beverly Alexander. First pitch from Cross. She's going to get Burnham to swing under that one for strike one. Cross getting out of that inning, allowing two hits, two runs to come across to score. Burnham showing bunt. She'll pull back, but it doesn't matter. She's going to get the strike call nonetheless. Snowballs two strikes to Burnham. Burnham shows bunt again, pulls back. She'll take this one inside and tie it off the collarbone for ball one. pitch. Does she get it? Yes! Ring her up. She got her on the outside corner looking, and that is out number one. The second strikeout in a row thrown by Cross. She ended the first inning by striking out Haley Franklin. Now we see Caitlin Ford. Josie Cross, we mentioned, coming in 50 and one-thirds innings pitched. It's her third outing here in the tournament. First pitch that she tosses to four. Is going to be a swing and a miss for strike one. Really showing the command here with every passing pitch, another one that she gets on the outside corner. Hasn't been getting many of those pitches so far, but she's got them here in the second inning. She really wants a pitch to be called without a swing. She likes to go inside. The umpire's giving it to her more outside this time. She goes a little too far outside this time, throws it in the opposing batter's box for ball one. Next pitch coming from Josie. One, two. Pop up. That's going to stay in the infield. It will be Lovern coming over, making the play behind the pitching circle for out number two. Casual pop fly that really all you need to make that play is good communication, telling everybody to back off. Leah Williamson gave her enough space behind the pitching circle to make that play and very quickly down two outs. So here's a, a ninth place batter, Beverly Alexander. Alexander steps in. First pitch, she see is high on the corner, and it'll be just wide of Crenshaw's mitt. She'll let it roll to the backstop for ball one. Eight hits, six earned runs, three strikeouts yesterday against Appalachian. Next pitch, pitch inside. She swings under it for strike one. One ball, one strike. She came in in relief yesterday for Mackenzie McCormick against Jacksonville Christian. In that game, she allowed two hits and an earned run while striking out four. 1-1. Swing and a miss for strike two. Working it in and out of the zone, Josie Cross is. She started off outside, worked her way back inside, that last pitch right down the middle. See what this one is with two strikes. She'll go inside again. It'll be popped up in play, but Crenshaw not able to see it in time before it falls down to the ground. Went straight up behind the batter towards the left field side of the backstop, and Crenshaw. By the time she got the mask off and threw it down, and saw where the ball was, it was already on the ground. So the count remained one-two. Here it comes again. Line shot foul. Casual liner down the left field line. Lovern will pick it up, throw it back in the infield for. Josie Cross to continue. Two down in the inning. Next pitch from Josie. Another pop fly that she's going to miss. Pop up. Hits the top of the backstop. The last time Josie pitched before coming into the tournament. She's recorded seven strikeouts in two games so far. She struck out ten against Welburn back on April 27th. Decided to go on the outside part of the plate there, a little two outside, a good waste pitch to see if Alexander would chase it. She did not. It's two balls, two strikes, two outs, no one on in the inning. For Woodland, next pitch. Outside spot, same location. Blue not going to give her the call. Three balls, two strikes for Cross. Next pitch inside, she'll pop that one up. That'll get out of play, heads up. There's a tent in between field four and field five. Field five, the field over to our left. Came close to crashing down on that tent. So she'll step back in. Next pitch coming low off the shoe tops for ball four. Great battle that ended up going the way of Beverly Alexander, and we're now back to the top of the lineup for Samantha Day-Jones. So Day-Jones, a center fielder, she reached on a error by Josie Cross the last time up. Next pitch she sees is going to be outside for the left-handed batter for ball one. She hit a one hopper back to Cross. Cross picked it up and threw it just high of Mackenzie McCormick. Ended up over at second base, later came around to score. Timeout being called. Jones will step out, look at her bat, reset, calls for time. As she steps back into the box, she's ready to go. And so is Cross. Throw to second base for the attempted steal, not going to be in time. That last pitch, low in the opposing batters box for ball two. Stolen base for Alexander, the second stolen base of the day for Raglan. There's a runner in scoring position now with a 2-0 count. That one's going to be knee high. That'll find the zone right down the middle. Two balls, one strike. The leadoff batter for Raglan, Samantha Day-Jones. Once more outside, not going to win the corner there for ball three. A little pocket on the outer third, lower outside corner that Cross likes to throw to these left-handed batters, not able to get the call on that one. She's thrown that pitch a couple of times here in this at-bat, threw it a couple times against Day Jones earlier in her first at-bat. Next pitch, right down the middle. She'll foul that one off, hits the top of the – fenced by the restrooms that are now on the left field line. It's been a great day here at Lagoon Park as more teams are starting to come in and begin their journey towards a trip to Oxford. Class 2A got started today. Randolph County going one for one. And timeout being called. I believe they are going to do uh, they are going to do an intentional walk just to go ahead and get her on, and that'll bring up Addison Campbell. So Alexander over at second, Day Jones at first, and here's Addison Campbell. Addison Campbell reached via single last time. Later came around to score on a Campbell Adams single. The slapper will pull back on a pitch that. Started off a little high and then really dropped. It's about the middle of the plate, about face mask high. Didn't drop the way Cross wanted. it. 1-0. She got a piece of this one, but it will be a foul ball. Or no, they're going to call it a ball? No, they're going to ask the... Okay, they asked the umpire in the field to clarify. Home plate umpire never made the call. It looked like a strike call to me. looked like a strike call up here. Uh Kaylee Crenshaw behind the plate asked the home plate umpire to go to the field umpire for the call, and he agreed it was a strike. So it's now 1-1, and she'll foul the 1-1 pitch off to move the count to 1-2. Yeah, Randolph County defeating Fayetteville 10-0 today. They failed a Spring Garden 8-1 in their second game, and they'll play again tomorrow at 1045. Ground ball to cross, cross throws to first in time. No, they're going to say that she's safe. That was going to be a tough play. Can't see the last couple of steps from where we're at, but it was an awfully close play. So for the second time, Addison Campbell will beat out an infield single. So now Jones is over at second. That will move Alexander to third. And here's Campbell Adams. Adams, of course, scored the first two runs of the ball game on a single. First pitch on the corner will be taken for a ball. Campbell Adams, five for ten coming into this game. Went two for three with two RBI against Jacksonville Christian earlier this morning. Fly ball, right field. That's going to find the gap. Two more runs are going to come across the score for the Purple Devils. They're thinking about sending the runner from first home, and they are going to do it. They'll throw over to third base. No one's covering, and coming in to score will be Campbell Adams. Holy cow. Just like that, 6-1 to one Raglan. Coach Kayla Shelton will take a timeout. We'll take one with them while they talk it over. 6-1 to one Raglan in the second inning with two down. You're listening to Lady Cat Softball from iSchool Sports Network.
6: Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first.
7: Member FGIC, Equal Housing Lender.
0: We continue here in the top half of the second inning. Two outs as Campbell Adams. The best that I can figure out until somebody can tell me different, a double which scored two runs, and then an error. I'm not exactly sure who picked it up and threw it, but they threw it to third base, and there was nobody on third base covering, and that rolled into the left field uh, area and allowed Campbell to score and then Campbell Adams to come in to score. So credit that a double, and then, uh, yes, what I thought, it would be an E4. It was a second baseman, Mitchell, throwing over to third base to make the play. However, there was no one covering. Pop fly to the right side. Mitchell gets a glove on it, and that is out number three of the inning. For Raglan, four runs come across to score. They leave nobody on. We go to the bottom half of the second inning. Your score six to one in favor of Raglan. You're listening to Lady Cat Softball from iSchool Sports Network.
8: Hey, it's Deshaun Davis, former linebacker for the Auburn Tigers for Robinson's Air Repair. With over 20 years of experience in the heating and cooling industry, Robinson's Air Repair has the knowledge to fix your system right the first time, guaranteed, with no guesswork needed. From service and repair to warranty work and installation, whatever you need, Robertson Air Repair has you covered. Give Robertson Air Repair a call today at 334-646-0154. Robertson's Air Repair, Alabama license number 08080.
2: Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets, too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8.
0: In Alabama, good sportsmanship is a high school tradition. Whether at home or on the road, make our schools, our communities, and our students proud by displaying positive sportsmanship. Good sportsmanship and positive citizenship are vital in the development of good citizens. The AHSAA gladly welcomes the challenge of being a leader in sportsmanship and in continuing this proud tradition. First pitch to Jaden Herring. They are going to say that it is a hit-by-pitch. She tried to pull the bunt back, and it crept inside of her after She did and Herring is going to get hit with a pitch to open the second inning. Coincidentally, her third time that she's been hit by a pitch in, uh, in the day she was hit by a pitch twice against Wadley earlier today. So now she'll start off the second inning with a hit by pitch and a runner-on for Josie Cross. If there's anybody in this stadium right now that wants a good shot at redemption, it's Josie Cross right now. Try to her help herself out. Ground ball will go over to second and get the lead runner here. Cross will be safe over at first. So they get the lead runner. The bunt doesn't do what the intended plan was, and now we'll have one down, and here's Kaylee Crenshaw. A, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure. Yes. One to four, Fielder's choice for Cross. One down in the inning, and here's Kaylee Crenshaw. Next pitch for Kaylee, going to be a swing and a miss. For strike one. We mentioned this is the second time this year that Raglan and Woodland have gotten together. Last time they did, it was a tight one to one battle in Oxford during one of the weekend tournaments. Line shot, and oh, what a play from the third baseman. Throw to second, not in time. That will quickly erase just how great of a play Anna Burnham had over at third base. She slid on her knee and Sucked up a ball that was for sure going to roll into the left field and not stop until it hit the fence. She picked it up with the throw over to second base to try to get cross, not in time. So it will be an infield single for Kaylee Crenshaw. And here's Ella Waits. First pitch for the lefty Waits. She'll bunt it foul. Ella Waits and Gracie Rigney have taken turns playing right field this tournament and adding in the 9 spot. Both have done relatively well. Waits one of the newcomers, an 8th grader, playing a lot of her time with the JV this year, but once the JV season ended, got her call up to play varsity. Drops the bunt. Pulls the bat back in time for a ball. Nope, they're going to go back to the (laughs) infield umpire again, and they're going to say that Ella went. Yeah. Well, at least he's consistent. That's the only thing you can say about it. If he helps us, he helps Ragland. 0-2, that one high. One ball, two strikes on the pitch down the middle, but about face mask high. 0-2, does she go? Another call, no, she did not, wow. That one I felt had more of a case to be a strike than the one before, but I guess we're now back on the, okay, we'll... I'm going to help Woodland this time. I'll help Ragland next. Now we get our help. Nine on four, next shot. Fair ball down the left field line. She'll tag the base at third to get the lead. A Runner for out number two. Waits a safe on another fielder's choice. So stepping in now, we go back to the top of the lineup for McKenzie McCormick. First pitch to Mac. Line shot. That's going to drop. They're going to send Kaylee home. Kaylee's going to come in to score standing up. I think they're going to send in Ella Waits to score as well, and they are. Throw over to third base to get Mack. Not in time. Two-run triple for Mack McCormick. This game just gets even crazier now. It's 6-3. Waits will come in to score from first base Crenshaw will score from second Max on with a triple that scores three or two runs Let's see what Taylor Wilson can do can she get Mac home on that last play kind of odd because Kaylee Crenshaw of course came in to score as did Ella Waits I think they were more worried about trying to get McCormick out than they were the two runners that uh, McCormick sent home because they got the ball into the infield with no problem, but they had no interest in throwing it home. 2-0 to Wilson. Make that 3-0. She takes that one high. Three balls, no strikes to Taylor Wilson. Things are starting to move the direction of the Lady Cats. They start cheering in the dugout down the Right field line, next pitch. How we gonna be taking Belt High for a strike? Kind of felt like that was coming, but of course, when you got three zero, you don't want the green light all the time. Three one from Ford, fly ball over the head of the second baseman, coming in to score. is gonna be McCormick Taylor Wilson on for a single, second single of the day, her first RBI of the game, and it's six to four. I know it's still early. I know we're in the bottom of the second inning, but I believe this is going to be a fun game here this afternoon, guys. First pitch to Lovering going to be taken high for ball one. Down six to one coming into this inning. Two down in the inning. It's now six to four. Raglan still on top, however, but Woodland ain't going down swinging. Next pitch to Lovering. She'll foul it off down the left field line. Riles up against the Raglan dugout. One ball, one strike to Jay Love. Line shot, knocked down by the pitcher. It'll go to the second baseman. She'll take the easy way and uh, throw it to Alexander, covering the bag, and that's how this inning will end. Another very exciting inning from the Lady Cats as they score three runs, and they leave one runner on. Six to four as we head to the third inning. You're listening to Lady Cats softball from High School Sports.
2: Ray Bucks, farm Supp- Ray Bucks Farm Supply, now open and serving all of Randolph County and surrounding areas. New inventory arriving daily. A full-service farm supply store, open Monday through Friday 7 until 5 and 7 until 3 on Saturdays. Ray Bucks Farm Supply, our phone number is 256-449-2255. Our address, 23551 Highway 48 in Woodland. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Ray Bucks Farm Supply, now open in Woodland.
0: To the top of the third inning, we go. Your score is six to four in favor of Ragland. Very interesting last couple of innings we've had. It was six to one Woodland or six to one Ragland coming into this. Woodland comes in, gets three more runs of their own to cut into the deficit of six to four. What wouldn't hurt my feelings right now is to see Ragland stay off the board and us continue the track of getting some runs on. Well, we got to get through that one first, and we're off to a good start as Josie Cross throws one on the outside corner for called strike one. Kristen Ford, pitcher. First time we saw this pitcher versus pitcher matchup. She got Ford to ground out. Next pitch, she works it on the inside for strike two. No balls, two strikes to Kristen Ford. But we're not having a bad day in the circle for Raglin, but and what a way to close that one out as she gets her swinging. Three straight pitches, a good pitcher versus pitcher duel that Josie Cross won, and we're now going to see Haley Franklin. Coincidentally, the last time Franklin came to the plate, she struck out. Let's see if we can make it two for two here. Cross gets the signal on her wristband, fires that pitch. Does not get the call good job from Crenshaw there to try to frame that one and keep it in the zone, but kind of tailed out a little bit to the to the right. next pitch from Josie inside she'll swing under that one for strike one one ball one strike to Haley Franklin one one on the corner, no. Again we're seeing the home plate umpire here work more towards the inside pitches than the outside. Cross has made it work nonetheless though. Next pitch, outside corner. Waist pitch there, seeing if she would chase. Ball three. Three balls, one strike. Haley Franklin, the designated player. Next pitch coming inside. She'll swing over that one for strike two. One more high and tight, Josie. I think that might do it. Casual look over to Coach Shelton, the first base dugout. Next pitch, swing and a miss, strike three call. Elected to go that time right down the middle, a second strikeout of the inning for Cross, and here's Anna Burnham. After an inning that didn't go anybody's way for Woodland, there were a couple of things that just went awry. Didn't quite work out the way anybody wanted to. Josie Cross has shown that she's not giving up because her bats aren't giving up. And her confidence is slowly starting to come back as she strikes out uh, the first two batters here in the inning. First pitch she throws to Burnham, going to be a little high for ball one. Next pitch coming. That one bell tie right down the middle for strike one. Command in the circle from the senior, Josie Cross. 1-1. High in the corner, just missing. Two balls, one strike. Showing bunt, pulls back. That's going to be a little too inside off the knees for ball three. Got a 3 1 count. Next pitch from Cross gets her for strike two. So here we go. Payoff pitch coming. What's Coach Shelton going to dial up here? What's Cross going to do? 3 2. Oh, she'll stay alive. She'll foul that one off the knuckles. Literally fouled it off her knuckles. And that will go foul. Next pitch, fly ball. It's going to one-hop over to Mitchell. She picks it up. Quick play over to first in time for out number three. That one played off the dirt a little crazy. I think uh, Mitchell was wanting a hop. It didn't hop. It hit one of the thick parts of the dirt and rolled right to her, but she quickly got the ball over to McCormick covering first, and that will do it for the Devils here in the third inning. Three up, three down for Raglan. As so we go to the bottom half of the third, Lady Cats trail six to four. You're listening to Lady Cats softball from High School Sports. For custom-made-to-order
10: products for your home or business, check out the Old Station Etching and Engraving in Woodland. Wooden signs for your home, personalized tumblers with your business's or favorite team's logo, and so much more. If it can be personalized, you can count on the creative team at the Old Station for affordable customizing with a quick turnaround. That's the Old Station Etching and Engraving, part of Heron Monument and Memorial. 124 Woodland Drive in downtown Woodland. 256-610-3557.
2: or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com.
0: Bottom of the third inning we go. Woodland starting to build some more confidence as they scored three runs in the bottom half of the second inning. Josie Cross got a 1-2-3 inning in the top half of the third, and we'll start off with Maddie Mitchell, Leah Williamson, and Jaden Herring. First pitch of the inning going to be a line shot for a base hit for Madison. It's going to roll through the glove of Jewel Ferguson, roll into left field, and Madison's got another hit in this tournament. She let off her first at bat back in the first inning with a single, later stopped over at second before the inning ended, and a quick timeout. As I believe, that's going to do it for Kristen Ford. I believe it will be Jesslyn uh, Carlisle coming into pitch, and we'll uh, tell you all about her in just a second. One on in the bottom half of the third inning. No out. 6-4 to four in favor of Raglan. You're listening to Lady Cat Softball from iSchool Sports Network. Where can you get
2: good neighborhood service and surprisingly great insurance rates?
7: At State Farm. Because State Farm agent Ken Cypher is your one-stop shop in Roanoke and Randolph County for the service you deserve at the price you want. So stop looking around, State Farm Agent Ken Seifert is ready to help. Call 334-863-2610 for your surprisingly great rates today.
2: Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
7: H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations, and durable medical equipment, like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department, where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village, Lane with Dowie,
0: Alabama. Pitching change it will not be Jesslyn Carlisle, instead, it will be Samantha Day Jones. Samantha Day Jones has only thrown to one batter here in this tournament, and that was in the Jacksonville Christian game earlier today. One batter got the out. So now she'll face Leah Williamson, who will hit this one foul down the left field line. Leah Williamson hit a home run in yesterday's game against Jacksonville Christian, one of three home runs in that second inning. Now batting 370 with two home runs and 22 RBI. Offered it a pitch that was high and outside for ball one. One ball, one strike. Pulled the bat back. Really didn't take it off her shoulders too much. Thought about it. Got ready for it, but elected not to. Next pitch, pulls the bunt back, a throw over to second is not in time. Great throw from Campbell Adams, however, Jewel Ferguson, who was covering the second base back from shortstop, had to hop about five miles in the air to come up with it. Had me scared there for a little bit, but Maddie's safe at second. Next pitch going to be taken about face mask high for ball three. Three balls, one strike. Credit Maddie with a stolen base there. Runner in scoring position with no one down in the inning. Leah Williamson in a good spot here to cut into this Purple Devil lead. Next pitch. That's going to be high. 3-2 count. To Leah Williamson pitch to Lee. Uh, pop fly left side. Is that going to get out of play? It will. And uh, Spectator almost made the grab. He was sitting on the bleachers down the third baseline, but couldn't quite reel it in. So we'll try it all over again. Bottom of the third inning, Woodland trailing 6-4 to four over Raglan, but momentum is starting to slowly swing over to Woodland. Ball four taken below the knees for Leah Williamson. Two on now for Jaden Herring. Jaden reached on a hit-by-pitch, the first pitch she saw in the second inning. Came in and got her on the wrist. He tried to bump the ball but pulled the bat back, and that uh, wasn't enough to get her out of the way of the pitch. And a foul ball that... Made its way out of play earlier, is now being thrown back in. Time is called as that ball gets out of the field of play. Now we're ready to throw to Jaden. First pitch is going to be a one-hopper. Throw over to third base. The throw and the tag is going to be in time for get Mitchell. Saw the opportunity a little too late there, and Mitchell's going to be thrown out going to third. So now one down in the inning. That will move Leah up to second, though, so you still have a runner in scoring position. Herring offers at it, but pulls the bat back. Williamson getting a strong secondary lead there, but will walk back. Next pitch, swing and a miss for Jaden Herring. Is back in the box for hearing. Next one coming for Jones. That one outside in the opposing box for another ball. Samantha Day Jones now pitching for Ragland. As we mentioned, only seeing one batter, and that was in the win against Jacksonville Christian earlier today. Next pitch. Oh, that's going to be behind Jaden. Just missing getting hit. That'll roll to the backstop. Taking advantage will be Leah Williamson. Williamson now over at third base, an even better shot now for Jaden Herring, who's wearing a three-for-two count. Coming up behind her, Josie Cross. Next pitch, inside off the shoulder for ball four. I don't know what it is about Jaden, but pitchers today, regardless if it's Wadley or for Raglan, have thrown inside to her quite a bit today. She's taking advantage of it every single time as well. So here's Josie Cross looking to help her case. Offers that a pitch outside the throw to second, not going to be in time. Good cutoff play there by the second baseman, Alexander. Alexander was willing to allow Herring to go to second base. Picked off the play about halfway between the pitching circle and home plate to keep Williamson there ground ball throw over to first is going to be high and oh they got her oh my goodness oh that was a close play but I shouldn't be too caught up on that because another run's going to come across to score Leah Williamson going to come in but there is two down in the inning 6 to 3 on the put out Herring now over at third. Coming in to score is Williamson. It's now six to five in the bottom of the third. Wow, that was a close play over at first. But here's Kaylee Crenshaw. She singled, later came across to score in the second inning. Two down in the inning. First pitch inside to Crenshaw for ball one. Crenshaw and Chloe Chappell, much like uh, the right fielders Ella Waits and Gracie Rigney taking turns in each of these four games we've played so far. Next pitch is going to hop in the dirt. Herring thinking about taking off for home, but we'll get about a quarter of the way down, and Coach Shelton will talk her back out of it. Count will go to 2-0. Two down in the inning. One run has come across the score already for the Lady Cats. Inside pitch, ground ball, shortstop. The throw is not, or it is in time, but it gets through the glove of the first baseman. We are tied again. The throw over to second base is not going to be in time. The ball gets away from the second baseman. Jaden Herring's going to come in to score on the RBI single from Kaylee Crenshaw, and guess what? We are tied at six. Holy cow. i going to be a single on that one coming in to score Jaden Herring. It was six to one going into the bottom of the second inning. We're in the bottom of the third, and we're tied at six. It'll be Yellow Waits laying down a perfect bump. To throw over to first base is going to be in time for out number three. But two runs come across the score. It's now six to six as we head to the fourth inning between Woodland and Raglan here on iSchool Sports Network. The Car Clinic, Main
2: Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you payin', we sprayin'. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you payin', we sprayin' from the Car Clinic.
10: Hey, folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581.
0: We go to the top half of the fourth inning. Your score is 6-6. Six six. Woodland and Ragland all tied up. See how much confidence Josie Cross has coming into this inning. 6-1 to one at the end of the second inning. Came back in the bottom half of the second inning. Woodland gets four more runs to cut it to 6-4. to four. She gets three, three up, three down in the bottom half of the third inning. Woodland gets two more runs to tie it up. She's got to be Pretty ecstatic right now. First pitch is going to be low for ball one to Caitlin Ford. Caitlin Ford, Beverly Alexander, and Samantha Day Jones. There aren't any more roster moves being made. Next pitch is going to be swing and a miss for strike one. One ball, one strike, winner of this game will get a chance to play Cedar Bluff later this afternoon, and the winner of that game goes to Oxford, next pitch, high and tight for strike two, one ball, two strikes again, that one on the high inside corner that's what the home plate umpire has liked all game long one two offers at it, but it'll hop before it gets to the plate for a ball. She wanted it, but. Pitch from Cross dipped right before it got to the plate. Two balls, two strikes. Next pitch coming inside, but she'll swing under that one. Four, strike three. Fifth strike out of the day for Josie Cross, and here comes Beverly Alexander. Alexander walked her first time up at a stolen base, later came across the score as part of that crazy four-run inning for Raglin. Came across the score on that Campbell Adams doubled, and ended up being an inside-the-park home run thanks to an error. First pitch she sees is going to foul off. Next pitch, she'll bunt, pop up. No problem for Lovren as she creeps in and makes the play for out two. Great bunt defense there from the third baseman, Lovren. Came creeping in as soon as Cross delivered the pitch and it landed right into her glove as she was striding towards home plate. So again, two down in the inning. Go back to the top of the lineup. Pop up, that'll get out of play. Land um, just among the sidewalk between field four and field five. Samantha Day-Jones at the plate. New pitcher for Ragland. Next pitch on the outside corner, which, of course, Day-Jones being a left-handed hitter, still in that same zone that home plate umpires liked all game. So, 0-2. Line shot over the head of Mitchell. That's going to go behind her and roll all the way to the fence. Waits picks it up, throws it back in, and it's going to be a stand up double for Samantha Jones. Now, here's here Addison Campbell. Hmm. If you find a way to get her out, then you're in business. First pitch to Campbell will be a pop up, and oh, another spectator down the right field line attempted to make a catch, but will bounce out of his hands, and he'll shake as I assume when that ball came down, it stung him a little bit. So we'll get a new softball, and we're ready to go. Oh one. Fly ball right field. Ella Waits, no, it goes behind Ella Waits. That's going to score one run. She'll quickly get it back into second base. And it's now seven to six Raglan. It's a fly ball that fly ball that Ella Waits just missed out in right field. So Jones will come in to score. It'll be a stand-up double from Addison Campbell. So now here's Campbell Adams. Campbell Adams, a single and a double. Came in to score last time on a triple. Diving shot for Williamson, but Williamson's not going to have time to make the throw. So runners on the corners now with two down. And stepping in now will be Jewel Ferguson. We'll get a Look at her coach, Coach Rodney Lipscomb. And that will be the bunt sign that she got, but she did pull the bunt back. Oh one ground ball left side. Williamson will pick it up, throw over to first in time for out number three. And Raglan will only get one run back, but they leave a couple of runners on as we go to the bottom half of the fourth inning. Seven six Raglan over Woodland. You're listening to Lady Cat Softball from high school sports.
1: A story of tradition eclipsing a hundred years. A foundation of success. At Southern Union State Community College, we help students create their own future. Whether you plan to enter the workforce, transfer to a four-year university, or take on specialized medical training, Southern Union provides the binding of the book. You just have to fill in the pages. Register for summer term now. Visit suscc.edu for more
4: information. Let Southern Union help you write your story of success. Noles Group, 2100B Southridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member, F-I-N-R-A-S-I-P-C. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services reference here are independent of SPF.
0: Ragland gets one back in this wild game here at Lagoon Park. We go to the bottom half of the fourth inning. The Purple Devils lead Woodland by a score of 7-6. to six. But the good news is we've got the 1-2-3 batters coming up. Mackenzie McCormick, Taylor Wilson, Julianna Lovern. and all three of them have had success getting on the base path so far today. McCormick with a bases-clearing triple her last time up. Next pitch coming for McCormick. Pop up. That'll get through the gap right down the middle of the field, and she's up with a single. That one hovered up there for a long time, actually came down right behind the second-base bag, kind of hovering right in between Alexander and Ferguson, covering the middle infield. Takes that first pitch and gets on. Good start as Taylor Wilson steps up. She's got two singles on the day. First pitch she sees is going to be low and inside for a ball. One ball, no strikes to Taylor Wilson. Inside pitch to Taylor. Going to miss that one for ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Woodland out. Electric down the first baseline. Next pitch. Let her high. Missing the zone there, too. Hey, I'll take it. Ball three. Three balls, no strikes to Wilson. She's been on base every time that she stepped up to the plate in this ball game. Next pitch. Oh, she'll call that one knee high for a strike. Another one of those that knew if they found the zone that they were going to call it fly ball. That will get out of play as that bounces towards the right side just beyond the Woodland dugout. 7-6, to six, Lady Cats trailing Raglan, bottom of the fourth inning. 3-2. Fly ball right side. Going back is four. No, she drops it. She drops it. It's going to roll behind her. Taylor Wilson going to go for second. They're going to push Mack over to third. She'll slide in. Everybody's safe. Wow. So Taylor Wilson on base for the third time today. will move McCormick over to third base. Two runners in scoring position for Juliana. So Juliana, let's see if she can get these runs home. Inside pitch, fly ball, left field. Going back is Campbell. It is deep. She makes the play. They're going to send McCormick home from third to score. She gets there standing up. We're tied again here in the fourth. Juliana Lovren does her job, moves McCormick from third back home. There's one down in the inning, moves another runner over to third, and we're tied. 7-7 seven to seven in the bottom of the fourth. First pitch to Maddie Mitchell. She's going to hit this one left side. It's going to go over to Campbell. It's going to be deep enough. They're going to send Wilson. The throw is not in time, and the Lady Cats are on top. They were down 6-1 to one going into the bottom of the second inning, and it's 8-7 to seven Woodland now. They are not ready to go home just yet. Another sack fly there from Maddie Mitchell that scores Taylor Wilson. Now here's Leah Williamson. Leah Williamson's got a bat on her as well. Pop up. That will not get in play in a, a great catch. Looking to, see, looking to see who made the catch. It was a Woodland fan, but I can't tell from the back of his head who made the catch. He made the catch, tried to throw it right back, and the throw not as pretty as the catch was. Swing and a miss for Williamson. Or no, she is going to make contact with it. To move the count to 0-2. Two down in the inning. Two runs across for the Lady Cats as they now lead Raglan 8-7. to Next pitch taken low, below the knees for ball one. Next pitch. Pop up. It's going to roll in front of the first baseman. She can't get a glove on it. It was a pop up down the right side. Jesslyn Carlisle was coming in to make the play and it was just a little short of the reach of her glove. Nobody covering first base and Leah Williamson's in there safely. So Jaden Herring. Third time she's been up, she doesn't have an official at bat. She's been hit by a pitch, and she's also taken a four-pitch walk. First pitch she sees, she'll foul it off down the right side. 0-1 coming to Jaden. Pop up, and that's going to drop in no man's land. Leo Williamson going to move over to second base. Herring now on first base yet again. And we've got two on with two out, and Josie Cross. coming up to the plate Josie looking to help her case out here yet again ground ball that will roll foul hug the line and by the time Carlisle picked it up they determined it was foul So Josie Cross, she's reached on a fielder's choice, she's also grounded out But if she can do anything to give her more of a cushion, then she's going to do it. Line shot that's going to curve foul. That one just missing the line. Jaden Herring looking around going, gosh, that was close. If that would have stayed fair, that would have kept rolling on and on and on. Williamson I know would have scored. It would have been a great play for Herring. Try to make it around third base to score. Fly ball right side. Josie Cross, that one is going to go foul again. Ooh. We saw the situation again yesterday with, was it Maddie Mitchell? Yeah, I believe it was Maddie Mitchell where she kept getting some really good rips, but they all went foul. And then finally she connected on one and ended up getting a double. Well, that same feat be in store for Josie Cross? We'll see. O2 once more. She'll pop this one up, and it will be Alexander making the play at second base. It does not work for her. However, she gets one or two runs across to help her case out as the Lady Cats lead 8-7 to seven as we go to the fifth inning. You're listening to Lady Cats softball from High School Sports.
6: Hello, I'm Chad Jones, president and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first.
7: Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender.
2: Downtown 56 Pizza Grill, 1133 Main Street in Roanoke, Tuesday through Thursday four to eight and Friday and Saturday four to nine. Phone number 334-863-5656. Dine-in or take-out is available. Pizza and calzones, boneless wing basket, hot wings with a wide assortment of flavors. Available in mild, hot, and extremely hot. Traditional favorites like hamburger, cheeseburger, chicken fingers, and sliders. Get by downtown 56 Pizza and Grill. Go by today, 1133 Main Street
0: in Roanoke. Top of the fifth we go. Woodland getting two runs back in the bottom half of the fourth inning. They take an 8-7 to seven lead over Ragland. Josie Cross back in the circle for the fifth inning. And seven times this year, she's pitched over four innings. Five times this year, she's pitched at least five. She's gone the distance once. That was back against Welburn on April 27th. Inside pitch. Start off the inning to Kristen Ford for strike one. Had the alligator arms on that one, shortened the swing, and couldn't make contact. Outside pitch this time to four and will be taken for a ball. One ball and one strike. Fly ball. That'll be popped straight up. That looks like Maddie Mitchell's got it. She's got it at second base. Didn't have to move too far at all to make that play and that's out one. So one down in the inning looking at the wild fourth inning that saw two runs come across to score and give Woodland the 8-7 lead. McCormick led off with a single. Taylor Wilson let off uh, right after her with a double. Next pitch going to be taken as a strike to Haley Franklin. Both of those batters came across to score. Two sacrifice flies. One from Juliana Lover and the other from Maddie Mitchell. Inside pitch didn't like the didn't like the corner call on that one so we'll move to one ball one strike foul ball and we'll try it again winner of this game will get a, a chance to play cedar bluff if they can beat cedar bluff they'll be going to oxford appalachian already Punched their ticket there earlier this afternoon by defeating Cedar Bluff in a crazy game. Swing and a miss. Strike three to Haley Franklin. And very quickly again, out number two. She had a 1-2-3 inning back in the third. Looking like we're going down that same path again here in the fifth inning. Anna Burnham showing bunt. She'll pull back. Pitch goes inside. Belt tie for a strike. That one tailed in on the inside part of the plate. Oh one, off speed high. No call there. So one ball and one strike. Beautiful day here in Montgomery, Alabama. Completely different story than what we saw yesterday. Swing and a miss for strike two. I believe it was I think the high today was supposed to be seventy-five few clouds in the sky, but other than that, it's blue outside. Absolutely beautiful. Next pitch is going to be taken about collarbone high for ball two. Two balls, two strikes, two outs in the inning. Next pitch to burn Burnham inside, and that's going to get her on the knee. She is in pain. That one came in hot. She's going to take her base, but... She's not feeling too hot about it. Or actually, no, I believe it may have been her ankle that it came in and got. She's going to walk it out to first base. Seems to be okay. Talking over with her first base coach, double checking and making sure that she can continue. She can, while and while she's getting it walked out and Still making the decision, the infield will come in and chat. Talking about how they're going to get this third out. So here comes Caitlin Ford. Caitlin Ford a fly out and a strikeout victim. First pitch on the outside. Stepping in, fires on the outside corner. Crenshaw will throw back to first base, not in time. McCormick held the tag on Burnham, but doesn't matter. Burnham's gonna get there safely next pitch. Chest high called strike. Two balls, one strike to Caitlin Ford. Runner on first base, no runs have come across the score. We've got two down, Woodland on top, eight to seven. Chest high that time, just missing the zone. I'm assuming not by much, but just enough. Step in once more, three-one. Swing and a miss. For strike two, we've got one more. Cross with one strikeout in the inning so far. How big would it be to get one right here and give you even more confidence heading into the dugout? Next pitch. Knee high. Yeah, they are going to get her. I was waiting on the umpire to give the signal, but he didn't. Apparently he said it loud enough and Woodland accepted it. I'm going to accept it too. We go to the bottom of the fifth, your score eight to seven in favor
5: of Woodland. you're listening to Woodland softball here on high school sports.
10: www.meadowsfarmequipment.com.
0: Good sportsmanship is a top priority for the AHSAA and our member schools. While you enjoy this outstanding event, please give all student athletes your positive support and encouragement. Booing, taunting, and derogatory remarks directed at opponents or contest officials are unsportsmanlike and unacceptable. This message from the AHSAA. Bottom of the fifth we go. First pitch coming... We'll be taking high for ball one to Kaylee Crenshaw. Crenshaw with two hits on the day, both singles. She came across the score in the second inning. That one's going to hop over to Crenshaw to move the count to 2-0. 2-0, 2-0 Woodland on top, 8-7 over Raglan. And a pivotal game here at the East Central Regional. That pitch gonna sneak in knee high for called strike one. Two balls and one strike. The winner will get Cedar Bluff after this game. Take on the Tigers that next pitch. High for ball three. Cedar Bluff, a team that lost a tough one to Appalachian earlier today in the uh, first uh, first qualifying game, lost 13-9. That next pitch is going to be inside for ball four. So Crenshaw finds her way back on again, and here comes Ella Waits. Ella designated as the slap bunner of this team. We'll take a look over at Coach Shelton. We'll get the call. Now we'll step into that left-handed batter's box. Next pitch coming inside. She'll bunt this one straight up into foul territory. Diving for the play is going to be uh, the catcher. That's Campbell Adams, but she's not able to make the play. Jesslyn Carlisle now into the game at the pitching position. Looking to keep Woodland where they're at maybe the in hopes that maybe the Raglan Bats can get going and get back on top of Woodland. And Ella will bunt this one. Beautiful bunt. will roll towards the third baseman. She'll pick it up, throw it over to first in time. But she does her job as Kaylee's now over at second base. So now back to the lineup again for Mac McCormick. Triple and a single. Carlson score in the fourth inning. Fly ball left field. Going back is going to be Day Jones, and she'll have to cradle this one. Does she make the play? She does for out number two. So now Taylor Wilson will come back in. Wilson three for three. She's gotten on with two singles and a double. Most recently she doubled. Got a couple of RBI on that one. First pitch to Wilson. That'll be right down the middle. A little high, though, for home plate umpire's liking. It'll be ball one. Thank all of you guys for listening today. Appreciate the patience as well as we got started about an hour behind schedule. Line shot through the glove of the pitcher. They're going to send no. They're going to give the red light up to uh, Kaylee Crenshaw, and on the throw back is going to be over the head of Campbell Adams and. Immediately as that ball went over the catcher's head, you could see Coach Kayla Shelton in the third base box put her hands on her head going, oh my goodness, I should have sent Kaylee. But it's better to be safe than sorry. I completely understand that logic as well. Don't want to get an unnecessary out if you don't have to. But Wilson's going to end up over at second base, her fourth hit of the day. And now Juliana Lovren steps into the batter's box. Two runners in the scoring position. Big spot for Juliana. Fly ball. That's going to come foul towards us. land right below us. 0-1. Oh, Pop up, foul territory, it's going to just miss the backstop and go towards the right field side in between field four and field three. Carlisle in the rubber, will now throw it. That one going to drop right before it gets to the plate for a ball. One ball, two strikes, two down in the inning for Juliana, 2-1. Next pitch coming, fly ball, left field, foul. Oh, man. that was going to one-hop the left field wall if that had stayed fair. All that means is that's another opportunity for Juliana to straighten it out. So we'll try it again, 1-2, outside pitch. Good eye for Juliana. Way out of the zone, but when you know you have a pitch you want to crash, then you want to go for it. But good spot there for Juliana to hold back. Deuces wild, two balls, two strikes, two outs, two on. Fly ball, left center field. How far is that one going to go? It's going to go right into the club of Addison Campbell about one or two steps away from the fence, and that's how this inning will come to a close. No one comes in to score, but Woodland leaves two on. We go to the sixth inning, your score 8-7 to seven in favor of the Lady Cats. You're listening to Woodland Softball from iSchool Sports Network.
8: Hey, it's Deshaun Davis, former linebacker for the Auburn Tigers for Robinson's Air Repair. With over 20 years of experience in the heating and cooling industry, Robinson's Air Repair has the knowledge to fix your system right the first time, guaranteed with no guesswork needed. From service and repair to warranty work and installation, whatever you need, Robertson Air Repair has you covered. Give Robertson Air Repair a call today at 334-646-0154. Robertson's Air Repair, Alabama license number 08080.
2: Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger, barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, eleven to seven, and Friday and Saturday, eleven
0: to eight. To the top of the sixth inning we go. Woodland hanging on to an eight to seven lead over Raglan for just now tuning in. Woodland was down six to one in the bottom half of the second inning. They have clawed back to take an eight to seven lead over Raglan. First pitch of this inning gonna be taken knee high for strike one to Beverly Alexander. As we start the sixth inning. Wouldn't expect anything less of these two teams getting together. Next pitch going to be outside. Ball one. One ball and one strike. Last time they got together, they carried a one-to-one lead going into the seventh inning. Inside pitch that time, just missing the zone for a ball. Woodland had the bases loaded for McKenzie McCormick and Mac doing what she does best, cranked a grand slam over the left field wall and walk off grand slam to win 5-1. Next pitch she throws is going to be a little high for ball three. Three balls, one strike to Beverly Alexander. Samantha Day-Jones and Addison Campbell coming up next. Ground ball left side is going to just sneak foul. Hopped a couple of times, got to third base, and peeled out to the left. Count will move to 3-2. Two Two more wins for either team, and they go to Oxford. For Woodland, got to get through Ragland here, then got to get through Cedar Bluff next. Fly ball, and that's going to drop right in front of Waits. A lot of ground to cover there for both her and Maddie Mitchell. Mitchell will stick her glove out saying, hey, that's all right. No man's land is, I guess the term you could call for that one, landed right in between Mitchell playing at second and Waits playing in right field. Neither one had enough time to cover the ground to make that play. That's ah, going to be a fly ball, and that's going to sneak over the fence for a home run. First pitch swinging for Samantha Day-Jones. Two-run shot, and the Devils are now back on top, nine to eight. (laughs) Wasted no time there. Cranking that one over the left field wall. Didn't miss by much, but the Devils now have a one-run lead here in the sixth. Now we will take time out as we will see a new pitcher come in. We'll tell you about her in just a second. Your score in the top half of the sixth inning, 9-8 to eight in favor of Raglan. You're listening to Woodland Softball from High School Sports Network.
9: Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334 334-
1: A story of tradition eclipsing 100 years, a foundation of success. At Southern Union State Community College, we help students create their own future. Whether you plan to enter the workforce, transfer to a four-year university, or take on specialized medical training, Southern Union provides the binding of the book. You just have to fill in the pages. Register for summer term now. Visit suscc.edu for more information. Let Southern Union help you write your story of success.
0: Following the pitching change, the first pitch is going to be taken inside for called strike one to Addison Campbell. New pitcher is going to be Juliana Lovern. We'll give you the full defensive changes here in just a second. Foul ball by Addison Campbell. We'll move the count to 0-2. Lovern will come in to pitch going over to third from first base is Mackenzie McCormick, and now playing first base, who was pitching, is Josie Cross. We'll give you Juliana stats following this next pitch. Going to be taken outside for a ball. One ball, two strikes to Addison Campbell. Campbell, two singles and a double so far, has come around to score in two of those three opportunities. 69 and two thirds innings pitch for Juliana. Next pitch coming. That's going to be a fly ball, center field. Taylor Wilson going back, making the play for out number one. Had her back turned to the ball, kept going, making the play in stride as Wilson, and that's out one. For Julianna Lovren, coming in now, uh, I guess officially, 70 full innings. She's allowed 81 hits, has struck out 83 batters, has only issued 24 walks. Coming in with a 3.70 ERA. Ground ball right to Lovren, but it's going to get through her glove and roll into the outfield. Campbell Adams just can't stay off the base paths, can she? That's the fourth hit of the night for her. So now one on with one down, two runs coming across the score on the home run from Day Jones. Jewel Ferguson now into the box. Now in, just missing the zone. Ball one. Next pitch coming inside. She'll foul this one off the handle. One ball, one strike. Here in the top half of the sixth inning. Ground ball, that will be Mitchell. Mitchell will tag the runner. The throw over to first base is not going to be in time. No, they're going to say she didn't tag the runner. She did not make the tag on the runner going from first to second. The throw to first base is going to be wide of Josie Cross. Both runners are safe. Campbell Adams makes her way over to third base. And Jewel Ferguson is now over at first. In steps in Kristen Ford. Runners on the corners with one down. Knee high, called strike one. Runner going over from first to second. Stolen base from Jewel Ferguson. 0 1, fly ball right side. Ella waits, going over to make the play. It's too short. One run's going to come across to score. They are going to hold the runner over at third. No, they are going to send her. The throw from Cross is not in time. Cross threw it over to Kaylee Crenshaw, covering the play. They're going to say the throw was not in time, and it's eleven to eight Raglan. A bloop single over to the right side. Ella waits about three steps away from making the play. Quickly gets the ball into the infield to Josie Cross. Cross turns around, throws it home, not in time. So Adams will come in to score from third. Coming in to score from second, Jewel Ferguson. Four runs have come across the score in the top half of the sixth for Raglan. They lead 11-8. to eight. So after everybody's settled down, we'll get back to playing softball. Next pitch from Lovren, going to be a swing and a miss to Haley Franklin. Kristen Ford over at second base. In this 11-8 game, next pitch coming. Inside pitch that Franklin will swing over for strike two. No balls, two strikes, one down in the inning. 0-2, swing and a miss, strike three. Maybe the fourth time tonight that Haley Franklin has struck out. She has gotten her golden sombrero. So now here's Anna Burnham. She's been hit by a pitch. She's struck out, and she's grounded out. First pitch is going to get behind the catcher. One hop before it got to the base. Now a throw over to third, not going to be in time, and that's going to move forward from second to third. It's now a runner on third with two down in the inning. Next pitch is going to find the zone for a strike. So one ball, one strike. Outside pitch, finding the corner for a strike. Rarely do we get those outside pitches. And well, we got one that time. 1-2 coming. Swing and a miss, strike three call, and that's how this inning will end. Four runs do come across to score. However, for the Raglan Purple Devils, they take an 11-8 lead as Woodland comes up to bat in their half of the sixth inning. You're listening to Woodland Softball from iSchool Sports Network.
2: The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you pay and we spray it from the Car
10: Clinic. For custom-made to order products for your home or business, check out the Old Station Etching and Engraving in Woodland, wooden signs for your home, personalized tumblers with your business's or favorite team's logo, and so much more. If it can be personalized, you can count on the creative team at the Old Station for affordable customizing with a quick turnaround. That's the Old Station Etching and Engraving, part of Heron Monument and Memorial, 124 Woodland Drive in downtown Woodland, 256-610-3557.
0: Bottom half of the sixth inning we go 11-8 in favor of the Ragland Purple Devils. They score four runs in their half of the sixth inning. Two of those come off a home run to left field by Samantha Day-Jones. Maddie Mitchell, Leah Williamson, Jaden Herring coming to the plate for Woodland. They look to get some runs back and stay alive. First pitch to Mitchell, way inside. She'll get out of the way of that one for ball one. Winner of this game will play Cedar Bluff, immediately following this one. 1-0 offers, no. Two balls, no strikes. It's going to be high for ball three. So three balls, no strikes to Maddie Mitchell. You give her the green light here. 3-0, fly ball left field. That's going to drop right in front of the left fielder for a base hit for Mitchell. There will be a off single for Mitchell. Her third single of this particular game. And here comes Leah Williamson. Next pitch to Williamson, going to be taken inside for a ball. So again, they missed the zone. Good start for Leah Williamson. 1 0. Fly ball right side. Will it stay in play? It will, and it will be Burnham making the play in foul territory for out number one. Jaden Hearing up to the plate now. A walk, a hit by pitch, and a single. So, all three times that she's come up to the plate, she has reached. 11 8 is the score. Pitch is going to be inside for a ball. 1-0. Ground ball. Left side. It will be stopped by Ferguson, but she will lose control of the ball. She slid, knocked the ball down with her glove, but it rolled away instead of knocking straight down, and that's going to be another single for Herring. So now Mitchell, over at second base, Hearing over at first, and here's Josie Cross. Ground ball right side. It will no, it will go through the legs of Beverly Alexander. They're going to send Madison Mitchell around third in to score. That's one run back for Woodland. It's now eleven to nine. Through the legs, Buckner style was Beverly Alexander. Josie Cross takes advantage. She's got a single. Jaden Herring now over at. Third base. There's timeout on the field. Coach Shelton asking the infield umpire for for something, but I'm not exactly sure what that is. Part of the disadvantage for having this great view is that you don't know what in the world anybody's talking about. Which, to be fair, if we were set up right behind the plate, I still don't think we would have any idea what was going on. (laughs) So, uh, Looks like nobody's out for Woodland, so I'll just take it as things are going good. So now here comes Kaylee Crenshaw. Runners at the corners with one down, 11-9. Woodland getting a run back. Kaylee will step back in again with a 1-0 count. Good pitch. Runner going. Cross. Easily going to take second base. Good job there from Campbell Adams to hold on to that ball because I guarantee you the instant that Adams let it go to go to second, Herring was going to be taken off home. So 1-1. Next pitch going to be... Out of the zone for ball two. Two balls, one strike. Ground ball left side. Bobbled play. The throw is not going to be in time. Or Actually, it goes wide to the first baseman. Herring comes in to score. Cross is going to come in to score. Oh, my goodness. The Lady Cats have tied the game yet again. That's 11-11. to 11. Ground ball over to Anna Burnham. She had to field it off the off the pillow. Picked it up, threw it just a little wide of the pitcher Carlisle. Or next the pitcher Carlisle. Now the first baseman Carlisle. They've changed pitchers again. Carlisle uh, just a little to the wide a little wide left. Kaylee Crenshaw will be standing up at second base. Two runs come in to score. First pitch to Waits is going to be taken inside for a ball. And she'll drop down a bunt. It's fair. The throw to first is going to be in time. Ella does her job, and that will move Kaylee over to third. Great job from Ella Waits to move that runner over. So it is 11-11 now. Ground ball, Mac McCormick. She'll throw over to... First base, a ground ball over to third. That play will be made, but guess what? We're tied again here in Montgomery. We go to the seventh inning, tied at 11. You're listening to Lady Cat Softball from iSchool Sports Network.
10: Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581.
2: Ray Bucks Farm Supply now open and serving all of Randolph County and surrounding areas. New inventory arriving daily. A full-service farm supply store open Monday through Friday 7 until 5 and 7 until 3 on Saturdays. RayBucks Farm Supply. Our phone number is 256-449-2255. Our address 23 551 Highway 48 in Woodland. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. RayBucks Farm Supply now open in Woodland.
0: In accordance with AHSAA policy, live video streaming of AHSAA events is expressly prohibited without prior written consent from the AHSAA. Under no circumstances may parents or fans live video stream an AHSAA event. Violators will be removed from the stadium. This message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. We'll see a pinch hitter come in for Raglan. It will be number 22, Sabrina Rogers. Rogers is... Gotten significant playing time here in this tournament. We'll run down her stats in just a second. But quickly we'll have a 2-0 count on Rogers, who is batting in the spot of Caitlin Ford. And that's gonna hit her on the back for ball three. <laughs> ball three on the inside corner, way inside corner. Nails are in the numbers. And now there's a runner on. So now we'll see Beverly Alexander. Beverly has gotten on base two times today, two of the three times that she's seen the plate and she's come across to score. She reached on a walk back in the second inning, came in to score on a single uh, back in the sixth. And that pitch is going to go behind Alexander. Roger's going to take off and get over to second base easily. So one zero count on Alexander, and timeout is the infield going to be calling a meeting? And while that infield meeting is being called, we'd like to tell you about that. Uh, All AHSAA championships are made possible by the support of their corporate partners, Alabama Power Company, Alpha, Coca-Cola, Encore Rehabilitation, Cadence Bank, NFHS Network, and WOTM-TV. These fine corporate citizens are worthy of your support, and a special thank you goes to our corporate partners. This public service message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. After the brief meeting, Juliana Lovern steps back into the circle and will throw a little one-hop to the plate. Ball two. Two balls, no strikes to Beverly Alexander. Runner on second base here in this thrilling game between Woodland and Raglan. Fly ball, foul. So we'll keep it alive here. Two balls, one strike. Woodland looking to stay alive so that they can play Cedar Bluff coming up next. Skater Bluff Tigers warming up just beyond the left field wall. Ground ball left side, picked up by Williamson. Williamson will throw to first in time. Cross will then throw back to third, and they get the runner. What a double play by the Cats. Oh, what a heads-up play. Woodland gets two outs. Slow ground ball to Williamson. She threw over to Josie, and without skipping a beat, Josie throws over to McCormick, lays the tag on Rogers. It was out by about three or four feet. Two down in the inning. And we're now back at the top of the lineup for Samantha Day-Jones. And if there was ever a perfect time to take the win out of the sails of Raglan, I think this is it right before Day-Jones comes to the plate. Just missing for ball two. 2-0, Apparently. Two oh. Next pitch from Juliana. Swing and a miss for strike one. Not only do you get to play Cedar Bluff, but it's a qualifying game, which means you beat Cedar Bluff, you're going to Oxford and competing for a blue map. Fly ball, center field. Going back is Wilson. She makes the play, and that's out number three. They leave nobody on. Three up, three down for Woodland in that half of the inning. We're going to the bottom half of the seventh inning. We're tied at 11. Qualifying game on the line for the Lady Cats. Stay tuned for a thrilling finish here on iSchool Sports Network.
7: Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprisingly great rates, you can combine your home and auto, and guess what you'll get? That's right, good neighbor service with surprisingly great rate. In fact, State Farm Agent Ken Seifert is your go-to agent in Roanoke and Randolph County for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm Agent Ken Seifert will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 334-863-2610 for your surprisingly great rates.
2: Like a good neighbor, State Farm is their...
7: H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations, and durable medical equipment, like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department, where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village, Lane
0: with Dowie, Alabama. To the bottom of the seventh, we go. We're tied at 11 here in Lagoon Park. Taylor Wilson, Juliana Lovern, and Madison Mitchell will lead us off. First pitch to Taylor is going to be outside and high for ball one. 11 to 11. Woodland and Ragland tied up. Bottom of the seventh. It's Woodland's opportunity to get the win. Next pitch is going to be on the outside portion for called strike one. One ball, one strike. 1-1. 1-1. One, one. Next pitch, a little lower that time, but same part of the plate. One ball, two strikes. Taylor Wilson has gotten on base every single time, a perfect four for four. Ground ball, and that will go foul. No, they're going to say that was a drop third strike. That's a drop third strike. Ragland wasn't aware of it, and Taylor's on a first base safe. Oh, man. I think if Woodland's fans weren't jumping for joy, I still would be thinking that was a foul ball. Fly ball. Juliana Lover in deep left field. It's caught in center field. Taylor Wilson thinking about going. She will not. That was a mere foot, foot and a half away from being over. So one down in the inning. Madison Mitchell coming up to the plate. She has been clutch all tournament long. Is this the one that's going to pay off right here? Runner on with one down. First pitch to Maddie. She'll get a piece and foul it off. The Woodland bench is electric right now. They're a good bit of Woodland fans here today. I'd say about 75% of them are standing up right now. ground ball, one hopper to third. The quick throw to second is in time. The throw to first is not going to be. So we at least get one more opportunity here. Take Wilson off the base pads, and here comes Leah Williamson. Leah Williamson, another bat that I would love to have in this situation. First pitch she sees inside for a ball. One ball, no strikes to Leah Williamson. Next pitch coming, fly ball, and it will be caught by uh, the second baseman, Beverly Alexander. We're going to eight innings here at Lagoon Park. Your score 11-11, to 11, Ragland and Woodland are tied here on iSchool Sports Network.
1: A story of tradition eclipsing a 100 years, a foundation of success. At Southern Union State Community College, we help students create their own future. Whether you plan to enter the workforce, transfer to a four-year university, or take on specialized medical training, Southern Union provides the binding of the book. You just have to fill in the pages. Register for summer term now. Visit suscc.edu for more information. Let Southern Union help you write your story of success. Planning for
3: retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at
4: 205-414-7459. Free
0: softball we have here as we go to the top half of the eighth inning between Woodland and Ragland. The first pitch is going to be high and just over the head of Kaylee Crenshaw for ball one. Juliana Lovern in the circle, continuing for the Lady Cats. Next pitch, slap that will be going to foul territory and will come crashing down, uh, down the third baseline. Addison Campbell at the plate. One ball, one strike here in the eighth. Lady Cats from Woodland have been down a handful of times in this game, and they've clawed back every single time another foul ball. They'll sneak over the backstop down the left side. They were down 6-1 to one going into the bottom half of the second inning. They came back to take a 7-8 to eight lead. Then they lost that lead again. It was 11-8, and then they came back. Tied it up again. 11 to 11. 2 2 on Addison Campbell. Next pitch, swing and a miss for strike three. She'll slam the bat down in disgust. That's one down in the inning. So here comes Campbell Adams. Campbell Adams has no trouble finding the base pass. It'd be great if she had trouble this at bat. First pitch, and that's going to hit her. Well, if you're going to get her on base, (laughs) it's better to either walk her or hit her. Don't want to risk getting her on base via her bat because there's no telling what will happen if she gets a chance to swing the club. So while I'm sure that's not what Lovren wanted to do, that's not the worst thing in the world to happen right now. you have got their best hitter on the base paths already. No risk in her hitting a home run. No risk of her getting a double. First pitch to Jewel Ferguson. Going to be low and outside for ball one. Adams thinking about heading to second, but decides not to at the last second. Next pitch. Going to be high for a ball. Two balls, no strikes. One runner on, one out. Here in the top of the eighth inning, tied at 11. that one hop. Crenshaw. Crenshaw will lose the ball for a second. And while she does, she'll pick it up, and we'll see that Campbell Adams is now at second. So while we have a second, uh, Ferguson's going to go over and take a chat with her head coach, Coach Lipscomb. She'll walk back over to the right-handed batter's box and we'll try it again 3-0. Next pitch. Inside ball four. And there will be an infield meeting call to get everybody calmed down here. Home plate umpire not wanting to give Woodland any time there. They all came together, and he's like, hey, let's wrap it up. He told the runner over at first base, Ferguson, that she couldn't go talk to her coach. That's how quickly he wanted this meeting over. One down, two on that's going to rattle up below uh below the plate going to get through the legs of Crenshaw everybody moves up 60 feet next pitch offers no will be a ball to Kristen Ford. Next pitch inside for a ball. Ball 3. 3 counts. Give her the strike call on the knees. Three and one count. Two runners in scoring position. They can't go anywhere. So all you got to do is focus on the plate. Three one. Knee high, ball four. So now you know for sure they can't go anywhere. That'll bring up Sabrina Rogers. I believe we are going to have another pitching change. As it looks like, Josie Cross is going to come back in. We'll let her get warmed up, and we'll come back. Your score with one down in the top of the eighth inning. Bases loaded for Raglan, 11-11. You're listening to Woodland Softball from iSchool Sports Network. Downtown 56 Pizza Grill, 1133 Main Street in Roanoke, Tuesday through
2: Thursday 4 to 8 and Friday and Saturday 4 to 9. Phone number 334-863-5656. Dine-in or take-out is available. Pizza and calzones, boneless wing basket, hot wings with a wide assortment of flavors. Available in mild, hot, and extremely hot. Traditional favorites like hamburger, cheeseburger, chicken fingers, and sliders. Get by Downtown 56 Pizza and Grill. Go by today. 1133 Main Street in Roanoke
4: Base and marketing names, products, or services here, independent of SBF.
0: Bases loaded with one down in the top half of the eighth inning. Josie Cross checks back into the pitching circle, moving over from first base. So now we're back at our originally, original starting lineup with Mac McCormick over at first base and Juliana returning to third. Josie Cross in the circle. One down in the inning. Bases loaded. Sabrina Rogers at the plate. First pitch from Cross. going to be elbow high and inside for a ball. We'll try it again at one o look over to the actually no that's gonna be Nia Brewster. I apologize. She'll step in next pitch to Brewster line shot that's gonna go foul towards the right field line and out of play. Over by field three. One, two. Offers at it, but it's a little high. So, two, one count to Brewster. Two, one fly ball. That will get over the backstop for a foul ball. Moving the count to 2-2. Two balls, two strikes to Brewster. Kristen Ford on first. Jewel Ferguson at second. Campbell Adams on third for Raglan. We're tied at 11, one down in the inning. Ground ball to Mitchell, and oh, she scoffs it up. She will have time to make the throw over to first. That throw will be in time. However, a run comes across to score, and it is now 12-11 to Ragland. So that will advance four to second. Ferguson to third, coming in to score Adams, 12-11 to here in the eighth inning. But as Woodland has proven time and time and time again in this ball game, it's not over yet. Two down in the inning. Pressure not as heavy. And the first pitch of the at-bat in there for a strike at the knees. For Anna Burnham. Burnham already a victim of two strikeouts in this game. Swing and a miss under that one. That pitch way inside about belt tie for strike two. No balls, two strikes. Josie Cross looking to get out of this one. When we come back in, it'll be Leah Williamson, Jaden Herring, Josie Cross. Pop up, and it's going to drop right behind the second base bag. Another run's going to come across to score. Wilson picks it up, throws it quickly in, and it's 13-11 to Ragland. Braglin has done that well all game long, just hitting those bloopers right to where Woodland can't cover. And another timeout in the field is looks like it's going to be Mackenzie McCormick and Madison Mitchell coming in to give Josie some extra confidence. now here's Sabrina rogers hit by a pitcher last time up fly ball and that one's going to drop in front of Ella Waits. one run's going to come across the score it's going to roll towards the fence another run in the score and standing up is Sabrina rogers with a double it's 15 to 11 Ragland. Again, just another case of hitting it to where Woodland doesn't have fielders. Really not a lot that Woodland can do about it. Just hitting those bloopers that drop into no man's land. Two down in the inning. Runner on second base. Next pitch. Taking off the shoe tops for a ball to Beverly Alexander. 1-0. Swing and a miss. No, no. She fouled that one off. Just getting a piece of that one for a 1-1 count. Winner of this game will get to go to the qualifying game against Cedar Bluff immediately after this one. The winner of that game gets to go to Oxford. 1-1. Low for a ball. Two balls, one strike. The second baseman for the Purple Devils, Beverly Alexander. Next pitch coming, fly ball, and again they find a hole. It's going to bounce right in front of Jaden Herring. No run is going to come across to score, however, just another one of those that you conveniently place it in that Bermuda Triangle of shortstop, third base, and left field, and that's really don't have enough time for anybody to come make the play. Now back to the top of the lineup for Samantha Day-Jones. Runners on the corners, two down. Next pitch, pulls the bunt back. They're going to let the runner go to second. Not a bad decision there. You don't want to allow another run to come across. Next pitch. How's well, that one off the backstop. Snowballs two strikes on Day Jones. Day Jones, every time she's come to the plate, she's come across to score. She reached on an error. She was intentionally walked, had a double and a home run. O two, Fly ball. That's going to find the gap in left center. That'll drop coming in to score will be Rodgers, as will Alexander. The back to first base not going to be in time. Two more runs come across the score. It's 17-11. to 11. Two RBIs on the single for Samantha Day Jones. Here comes Addison Campbell. First pitch to Campbell. Going to be a Slap bunt to Mitchell. Mitchell throws to first. Not in time. A slow rolling ball trying to get out a speedster on the base paths, Not a good combination no matter what you do. And now Jones is over at second base. Campbell over at first. Now here comes Campbell Adams. First pitch to Adams. Going to be off the wrist for a ball. 1-0. Offered at it, but elected to back off as it dipped right before it got to the plate. So a 2-0 count. 2-0. 2-0. Letter high, just missing high for a ball. Three balls, no strikes. On deck, Jewel Ferguson. 3-0. That finds the zone on the outside corner for a strike. Three balls, one strike. To Camel Adams. Runners on first and second with two down. Next pitch, fly ball, left center field. Herring will knock the ball down. Runner's going to come across to score. It's now 18-11. to 11. That one just inches shy of the fence. Herring knocked it down with her glove in left field. Credit Adams there with a double. Ground ball, it will be Lo- uh, Williamson. Williamson will throw to first, not in time. It gets through the glove of McCormick. Another run's going to come across to score. They're going to send Ferguson over to second base. 22-11, Ragland on top. So another brief meeting for the Woodland infield, just trying to calm everybody down. Here comes Kristen Ford. Fly ball for four. That is going to be caught by Ella Waits, and that will do it for this inning. Nine runs come across to score for the Purple Devils in their half of the eighth inning. We go to the bottom half of the eighth. One last chance for the Lady Cats to make some noise. They trail 22-11 here on High School Sports Network.
6: Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first.
7: Member FDIC Equal Housing
6: Lender. Jaden Herring will lead us off in the bottom
0: half of the eighth inning. First pitch is going to be a swing and a miss for strike one. Nine runs across there for the Purple Devils in their half of the eighth inning. They take a 22 11 lead over Woodland. Jaden will make contact with that pitch, but it will be fouled off behind her. Jaden Herring, Josie Cross. Kaylee Crenshaw coming up for Woodland. Next pitch is going to be a little high for a ball. Next pitch in there for called strike three. That one taking about letter high, and that will be out number one for Woodland. Josie Cross, her last time up. she singled. Now she's stepping into the box for what could be her last time as a Lady Cat. First pitch she sees is going to be low for a ball. Way to watch. 1-0. Fly ball caught in center field by Day Jones. And that's out number two. Last hope now for the Lady Cats is Kaylee Crenshaw comes to the plate. Next pitch, ground ball. That's going to sneak through the left side. That's going to be a base hit for Crenshaw. Is it? Rolls through the glove of Ferguson and into Addison Campbell's glove in left field. So another hit for Kaylee Crenshaw, her third on the day. And now here's Ella Waits. First pitch, Waits sees. She's going to foul this one off. No bunt scenario here. Coach Shelton's going to let her swing away. 0-1, 0-1, outside, trying to frame it. And they'll get the frame. So down in their final strike is the Lady Cats. One runner on first. Next pitch, fly ball. Ella Waits has a base hit. That goes over the head of the third baseman, Burnham, and will roll into left field. So now there are two on, and guess who's up? None other than Mackenzie McCormick. Crenshaw over at second, waits at first. You know, Mac wants to do some damage here if she can. Inside pitch that rolls away from McCormick. Everybody will move up 60 feet. Waits over at second, Crenshaw at third. McCormick has a one-ball count. Next pitch, ground ball left side, picked up by the third baseman, the casual throw over to first, and this ball game is over. Ground ball over to third base, left two on, and that's how this game and this season will come to an end. Wild game here for the Woodland Lady Cats, can't take anything away from them as they fall to 11 in this game, they were down six to one going into the bottom half of the second inning. They clawed their way back, took an eight to seven lead. uh Ragland came back, took that lead away, had an eleven to eight lead. Woodland fought back, scored three runs in that inning, tied them up, took them to extra innings. But the third time was the charm for Raglan, unfortunately. As they get the best of the Woodland Lady Cats here in Lagoon Park, ending the game and ending the season. Woodland will wrap up uh, their tournament going two for two on the year, their final record of the season. A uh, pretty impressive 25 wins, 19 losses, and two ties, winning the area championship. And uh, it was the first time in quite a while that Woodland softball had gotten a chance to go to the regionals. They had a really good shot at going last year, but of course COVID shut that down. And they came back, used that same energy from last year, moved it over to this year, won an area title, won a handful of games against some really good teams, including this Raglan team that they uh, just played here, beat them in a walk-off back in Oxford, beaten Hanley a couple times, beaten a few bigger teams, a few teams that have made the regionals here in Montgomery. So nothing to hang their heads about at all as we've seen a pretty impressive season come to a close here in Montgomery, Alabama. Congratulations to Coach Shelton, both of the Coach Wrights, Coach Johnson for a great season. Congratulations to these girls who have worked their tails off to get to this point. And uh, they're not done yet. That's the only thing I can say about that. Losing two seniors, uh, two Great ambassadors not only for this program but for this school and Madison Mitchell and Josie Cross. A lot of players are coming back, however. And as I said earlier, I don't think they're done yet. So for the final time this year, Woodland falls in their final game of the 2021 season here in Montgomery to the Ragland Purple Devils 22-11. Stay tuned for the next Woodland broadcast, whenever that may be. The best way to find out when that is will be to follow our Facebook page. You can follow us, facebook.com slash Network, and we will keep you updated on everything going on. So until then, have a great night, everyone, and we will talk again soon. This is Taylor Jones signing off from Lagoon Park here in Montgomery, Alabama. This
2: East Central Regional Softball game has been an exclusive broadcast of iSchool Sports Network. Rights have been granted by the Alabama High School Athletic Association to iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use without the express written consent of iSchool Sports Network is strictly prohibited. Today's game has been brought to you by the Knolls Group. Southern Union State Community College, First Bank of Alabama, W.M. Grocery, H&M Drugs, Farm Boys, The Chuck House, The Car Clinic, State Farm Agent Ken Seifert, Robertson's Air Repair, Old Station Engraving, Ray Bucks, Downtown 56, Meadows Farm Equipment, and the Randolph Leader. Thank you for listening.